Hello, welcome to episode 26 of Mooncast. Got something off today. I found this um, this interesting instruction manual that I'm going to read to you. Gives you a bit of a hint of what's to come. It's the Drunken... I'm going to read it right. The Drunken Monkey Stance Instruction Manual. Oh, brackets. As translated from... Uh, monkey into common tongue. We'll give it a read and see if we can get this right. So, step one. Drink lots of rum. Okay. Finding the optimum level of drunk is essential. Too true. Not enough, and you won't sway enough for the kicks to connect effectively. Too much, and you'll fall over when attempting the high kick. That's a a good warning. I like that one. Let's let's go to the next step. Let's see what we can see. Step, Step two. Give your opponent a confusingly powerful stare. Hmm. They will find this unnerving, Un- unnerving, particularly if you are a monkey. Well, I'm not a monkey, but I can, I can give a powerfully confusing stare. Step three. Find your rhythm. Count to four repeatedly while stepping around your opponent. If you haven't reached yet the optimum drunk, that's from step one, isn't it, yet? Yeah. The optimum drunk, you may need to act more inebriated. Okay. I reckon I can act inebriated. Step four, attack the weak spot. Here we go. By now, your opponent will have either walked off confused, in which case you won, true, or they'll be laughing at you. Either way, they're going to be caught off guard. Here we go. This is when you strike. Go for the knees or the ankles. Behind the knee will force your opponent to the ground, whereas front of the knee will break their legs. Consider which you prefer. Depends how much I like them, I suppose. Right. Ankles will either break or trip the opponent. Again, consider how much you like your opponent. Don't recommend breaking a friend's legs. Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to break a friend's legs, I suppose. They might not like it. Right, unless they stole your rum, of course. Well, yes, of course. As you sway, spin on the spot to add more momentum to your low kick. It will give better results. Try not to fall over. It can be difficult when I've reached my optimum level of inebriated. There we go. Step five, high kick. This is the risky bit. Okay, we need to learn this bit. Now that your opponent is on their knees, it's time to finish the fight quickly before you pass out. Good advice. Arch your back and place your hands on the floor. Then in one fluid movement, bring both legs up, striking your opponent sharply under the chin. This will either cause concussion or break their neck. Either way, you have now won. Oh, there's another bit here. Emergency contingency. If none of the above has worked, you have one backup move available. Break your rum bottle on the floor and aggressively jab your opponent in the belly or groin. Oof, that's nasty. If if this doesn't work either, thankfully you will now be too drunk to feel the beating you're about to get. Hmm. Good luck. Oh, that's an interesting manual. I'll have to give that a go. I should go and find my rum, I think. Okay, while I was rooting around and found that instruction manual, I found a rather interesting poem. Um, But I can't work out who it's about. So I need your help. Listen really carefully and I want you to comment if you can. Who do you think this poem is about? Each bit seems to have two little, two two parts to it. So it goes, don't fret, little one. I won't bite, but I will gnaw. 
My brother fights, or do I? Angry we are, sometimes. Nasty too, especially when hungry. Dense, some say, definitely not clever. Disgusting habits, smelly trousers. Indigestible dinners, tasty stews. Massive feet, dirty toes. Mouse-ridden house, rats welcome. Excruciating noise, cracking bones. Ripe meats, who knows what kinds. Tiny brains, big belly. Heavy toppers, very sharp. Extra large sandals, mouldy socks. Generous hosts, don't stay too late. Indecipherable speech, big tongue. Antisocial, when sleeping. Nits, 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 and beg buds too. Tall as houses, squish, squish. Hmm, wonder who it's about. story for you. Brother Daniel? Of course I am. Or am I? I don't really remember sometimes. Head is a bit foggy. Or is it hazy? No, I think it's foggy. Maybe misty. Possibly rainy. Definitely sunny. But no rainbows. Hate rainbows. As John sat down, Brother Daniel turned his head away from the fire in front of them and looked him up and down. He frowned. Then he began to chuckle. You seek that which cannot be sought, the first and the last, the most important and the most insignificant, the brightest and the dimmest. Your quest will take you to the end of the world, and the beginning. Those who control all of us smile favourably down upon you, whilst a few of them frown also. You are seen as essential by some, and a waste by others. The almighty beings who choose the sun laugh with you, and the followers of the moon scream with anger. Any questions? Any answers? Any commands? Any ideas? No, I didn't think so, or believe as such. Do you know where to start? Or where to end? What do you seek or search for? Tell me and I will answer in the only way I can. By asking more questions and seeking more clues, whilst hiding everything in riddles. He laughed hysterically, but before John could interrupt or ask any more questions, the mad monk jumped up from his seat, grabbed the bell, began to ring it loudly whilst dancing around the chair, John was simply terrified, but now was quite frozen to his chair. What you seek cannot be found. You must search beneath the ground. Begin your search in the dark wood. You will stop you if they could. The sunken city holds the key. The gnomes will help you for a fee. The sun will fight with tooth and claw. Do not forget to ask the fawn. Although your quest may end in death, free ice cream for every breath. The three watch your every move. They take your prize should you prove. If you please them, your life is free. Anger then, they eat your knees. Go now, boy, this is your fate. And don't forget to close the gate. He danced and spun quicker and quicker around the chair whilst repeating his song over and over again. His movement accelerated until he became a blur. The whole room crackled in a loud pop. And the comical words, the end is nigh, echoed around the now empty room.